Well, today is that championship game going on in the NFL, and uh, even though my favorite team, if you don't know, is the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, even though they are in the Super Bowl today, I am going to tell you uh, how magnanimous I can be as I tell the story of a Dallas Cowboy in our message today. This is just showing you the Christian love uh, that we have in this place. But um, no, with all seriousness, we're going to tell the story of a man named Brady James. Uh, Brady James is a former Dallas Cowboy, and he uh, has one of the most amazing records uh, for the franchise. And um, so I want to share with you uh, his story a little bit as we delve into scripture and and look at this, uh, this message today. Um, so here, here we go. Uh, over the last few years, from uh, the pulpit and for several different uh, videos we've shown, we have shown stories from the I Am Second movement. Uh, we've watched a few of these videos, and essentially this is an organization that finds athletes, they find uh, actresses and actors, they find politicians and writers and movie, uh, movie people, all, all kinds of different uh, folks who are in the spotlight a lot of times. Uh, and what they do is they find role models who are willing to share their faith in Jesus. And they put that before us. And so they tell their story of how they see themselves as second as they put Jesus first. And so on Super Bowl Sunday, I wanted to find an athlete that I could put before you and tell his story. And so the story of Brady James is the one that I want to tell in this message today. For those of you who don't know Brady, he is a former American uh, football player. He's a linebacker in the NFL. And in his career, he played for the Dallas Cowboys and he played for the Houston Texans. He was drafted in 2003, and he, over the course of his life, saw the ability to break some incredible records. And there's just one that I want to point out to you, one of note. And this was this. He led his team in six consecutive, six straight seasons in tackles. And in five of those seasons, he had over 100 tackles in, in, that, in, the, in, in that season. It was the most in franchise history. And so Brady retired in 2014, and since then, he has been leading a fundraiser for breast cancer. Uh, he is a family member who uh, had contracted breast cancer, and he has been raising money and fighting breast cancer ever since he left the NFL. Now, Brady was an incredible athlete. He was an incredible athlete, and he had everything he could ever want in life. If you can imagine being a football player at the peak of his career, he had everything he could ever want. And he's going to tell you in his own words, however, that while he was living a worldly life and had everything that goes along with that, he knew that something was missing. Brady knew that something inside him was missing. How many of us can relate to that feeling? We may not have all the prestige. We may not have all the fame of being a superstar athlete. But how many of us, when we examine our lives, we feel like there's something missing? We try and we try and we try to get everything lined up. We try to make sure everything is fit, fitting right. We try to get more money or at least enough money to cover the bills and make sure that that gets done. We, we try to have the right friends. And so we connect with people at work the best we can. We go to school and we connect or we go into our neighbors. We try to connect and have those right friendships. We want to feel good about ourselves, and so we diet, and we exercise, and we diet, and we exercise. We try all that we can possibly do, but it doesn't seem to fix what's missing inside. We're going through life trying to tackle our list of chores and our list of to-dos, chasing after dreams that never quite feel accomplished. We just can't seem to get the answer 
We can't get there. It's just out of reach. Well, Brady James, Brady James would tell you it's not because uh, of anything other than the fact that you are not second. You are putting yourself first. And like so many others who have shared their testimony in the I Am Second videos, we will never find satisfaction, the satisfaction we are looking for, until we become second. And so here now is Brady James telling you his story of putting Jesus first. Brady James. You know, living a life of, of second is, I wouldn't say it's frustrating, but you lose some friends. You lose some people that before you could hang out with and people start noticing that you're not doing what you used to do. Playing football, everything is all about who becomes a champion. In my game, sometimes it's all about who has the biggest ego, who has the biggest car or the house and this and that. I was living a worldly life. I was living for myself, doing the big eye. Why do I play the game of football? You have to be passionate about when you play and you have to put everything you can in it. But was I playing for the right reasons? Was I playing for myself? Was I playing to get the big house, get the big car? God has given me all this talent. What was I playing for? Start figuring out that I was only facing what other men have met. Start back really going to church. I started really trying to understand where my faith lied. I picked up the Bible and I started reading. It was Romans 12 too, I'll never forget it. That verse said, do not conform to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. For some reason, something clicked. I have to renew my mind. If I renew my mind, then my actions will, will definitely follow. God has given me this talent and if I do my best, and if he receives all the glory, then that's really what it's about. Yeah, I've had a lot of guys ask me what's going on with me. I like it when they ask me that because it's my chance to, like, disciple or tell them the good news. I give them food for thought and then help bring them back to their spirituality. I live my life uh, for God's approval, trying to live up to somebody else's expectations. I'll never get there. We all have a story, and we all have a platform. And it's funny how uh, God can take what we think is a mess and turn it into a message. The reason why I play, finally, that I really know, no matter what I go through, no matter if we lose, win, I'm playing for a bigger audience. 
a bigger purpose. It's all about him. My name is Brady James, and I am second. Brady said that he felt inside that something was missing. And so he went and he picked up the Bible. He started reading through the Bible, and he came to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And he has stopped. He couldn't go any further. He stopped because he found this verse, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Letting God change the way that you think, renewing your mind is what he called it, renewing your mind. Brady said to this, he said, don't copy the world, let God transform you. He said, if I renew my mind, my actions will definitely follow. If I do the work of renewing my mind, my actions are automatically going to follow. Don't copy the world, but transform your mind. Let God in, and when you do, the answer that eludes you, that thing that's outside your grasp, that, that piece that is missing inside that you can't figure out, that's something that just isn't quite clicking, that solution in your life that is just outside of what you can grab, you will find it. You will find that because when you renew your mind, it is God's good, pleasing, and perfect will for your life that you are to understand that. You know, next week, we're going to be starting a new message series. And the new message series is one, it, it's, it's one that we're going to be using for the next five weeks. And the core idea, the core idea of this whole entire message series is that you can learn what God's will is for you if you will renew your mind. In the weeks to come, we're going to learn about how the battle for life is won, and it is won in our minds. The author of this message series, his name is uh, Louis Giglio. And Louis's written a book. And the book is titled, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. And when he referenced this concept of renewing your mind, this is what Louis said. He said, whatever you shelter and whatever you give substance to in your mind is ultimately going to grow. You will reap what you sow. The way you renew your mind is to wrap your mind around Scripture. You can take control of what you think about. You can deliberately plant good thoughts in your mind, and as these things take root, they grow, and they remove the destructive thoughts that the enemy tries to place in your mind. If you want to renew your mind, join us for that study. The sign-up is in the bulletin. It's on the website. This is going to be an eye-opening experience for those who choose to join us. Because here's the thing. When you renew your mind, you will change. When you renew your mind, you will change. Brady said, if I renew my mind, my actions will definitely follow. People will notice the changes in you when, they, when you stop chasing after the world, when you stop chasing after uh, the world and, and the things that the world has to set uh, before you, and you set your mind on the things of God, the things that God cares about, you're going to change. I think one of the reasons why we don't memorize Scripture, I think one of the reasons why we don't devote time and energy to hold our thoughts captive is because we're afraid. We're afraid. 
we're afraid that people will notice us. We get scared that people might see that we're different. We spend so much time trying to fit in, and if we renewed our mind and let God in, then it caused it to change. That would be scary for us. But did you notice what Brady said in his interview? He told us that, yes, people are going to notice you, but the change, the change for him is one of the best parts. He gets excited when people notice something different in him because it's a way that he can share about his faith. And he just opens the door to help them deal with, address, focus on, think about their spirituality. Right now we're chasing after the world's affection. We're all trying to live according to the world's, the world's rules. And when we do that, we feel empty. We feel empty and we feel like something is missing. But when we renew our thoughts on the things of God, when we renew our thoughts on the things of God, we become less worried about what others think and more excited about what God thinks. That hole that we have inside, it gets filled and we become satisfied in a way that we're not satisfied otherwise. If you try to live for anyone else's approval, you will never, you will never be able to fulfill their expectations. You can't. We cannot fulfill each other's expectations. So part of renewing our mind involves learning to live for God's approval and His alone for an audience of one. Now, is this easy? No. No, it's not easy. Is it messy? Maybe. But as Brady said, God can turn your mess into a message. He can turn your mess into a message. In his life, he learned to play football. He learned to play football for a bigger audience than his fans. Did the Dallas Cowboy fans love him? Sure they did. He broke records for the franchise. He, he tackled their opponents and, and put them on the ground. Of course they loved. Of course they loved him. Right? He played really well for the team. But as he renewed his mind, he played even better for Jesus. Because through his life, his words and his actions, he witnessed to others what a healthy relationship with God looks like. He played this game for an audience of one, putting Jesus first, and Brady became second. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Practice renewing your mind over and over and over again. And as you meditate, as you meditate on what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, live for God's approval over all the approval of the people around you. Live for an audience of one. And when you do this, when you do this, you will learn what God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. God's will for you. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the message and the testimony and the witness of Brady James today. God, we thank you and we ask that wherever he is right now, God, that you would be blessing him and, and the ministry that he is doing as he cares for people who are battling cancer. God, we thank you for his story that inspires us. And God, we pray that we would learn from, from the word of God and from, from Brady's story. We would take these things and they would become 
uh, they would become seeds in our lives, seeds of growth within all of us. Lord, we pray that as we go out from here, we celebrate, we have a great time celebrating the Super Bowl and go into our week this next week. Lord, may we play for an audience of one and not seek the approval of others, but seek your approval first. And may we become second. We pray all this today in Jesus' name. Amen.